I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Sienna Jekyll. And I'm Liana Holston. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This newsroom is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching Network. He's saying that life is bullshit, and it is. So what are you screaming about? Number 64 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this business jargon old film. Content warning, suicidality, Yeah, for sure. I'm sorry. I hated this movie so much. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Well. <sighs> I can't believe this has happened again. This one, I think I have legitimate reasons. Mm-hmm. I, this was my major. It's like my major. It was about TV. Men yelling at each other? No, it was television. Uh-huh. Well, Sienna, let's listen to your prediction for what network would be. Hi, Liana. It's Sienna. I'm about to watch the movie Network. <laughs> I can confidently say I have no idea oh. what this film could be about. Um, I'd assume there is some sort of network... <laughs> Perhaps, um, I'm thinking of like a beehive, so maybe it's like a, an office or oh. some sort of 
uh, uh, organization. Yeah. Um, it's the 1970s, mm. so maybe it's going to be some, like, Italian job sort of... Um, there's a large organization at play, and it's really entertaining. Oh, that would have been um, At the same time, I predict that it, it won't be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry that was so long. At the same time, I predict it won't be. Okay, Liana, I want to hear your prediction. Here you go. Hello, it's Liana. I'm about to watch a movie called Network. I don't know what this is. I don't know when it's from. I really am praying it's not the 70s. Because I don't want to see 70s businessmen doing business. Oh, no. Even worse if it's the 80s. Maybe it's none of the above. Ooh. Sorry. Just got real dizzy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Also, sorry for the cacophony. As we know, I live next to a pit. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Liana's off her meds. <laughs> Liana's off her meds. Yeah. <laughs> Liana is safely mm. kind of off her meds. Unintentionally, but the pe- the people who need to be alerted to this have been alerted. Right. One of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But mainly, I'm just pretty dizzy all the time. <laughs> That's been my main side effect. Oh my gosh. I'm dizzy and I'm honest. Like Abe Lincoln. Sienna, could you please give us a summary? Um, uh, yes. Of the film Network. A summary, I think, of Network. This kind of depended on how you felt about the movie. Uh When newscaster Howard Beale gets laid off, he starts being incredibly random. He tells the audience that he's going to KMS. (laughs) Then he goes on a big rant, and then he makes such a splash that he soon becomes a popular TV prophet with a program devoted to his and the nation's anger about the state of the world today. Mm. His producer Diana, played by Faye Dunaway, pushes the network to make more extreme, raw, and angry programming. But it becomes clear that many of those working at the network have lost grasp on the moral truths that lie beyond the boob tube. The end. I could only focus on Faye Dunaway's smooth, smooth hair. It was very bouncy. So... Did you notice how it was so bouncy? It's so free of dryness. Well, Liana, do you have any historical context for this movie? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) it's a weird movie. It's a very weird movie. Okay, welcome to the historical context for the movie Network, a 1976 apparently satire of ratings-driven news. Ah. That's apparently what this movie was. Didn't know that till I Googled it today. Um, a big content warning for this history section that we will be talking about suicide. A big theme of the movie is sort of a nostalgia, or a big like feeling at the time that this movie was made which was, of course, the worst decade, the 1970s, was a nostalgia for the TV of the 1950s, which was like mid-century television that was perceived as like actually being for the people and serving Mm. the public interest. Can you imagine? (laughs) No. Peter Finch, who plays Howard Beale in the movie, died soon after filming Wrapped. Wow. Yeah, and was awarded an Oscar posthumously. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. On our... 
Uh, okay, so again, there was a content warning for suicide. We're going to be talking about a, a, a real-life suicide for the next, like, one minute, so please feel free to skip if you don't want to hear this. But in the movie, Howard Beale threatens to commit suicide on, like, re- television. Yeah. This is 1976. The first ever on-screen suicide in television history that actually did happen uh, was in July of 1974, when a news anchor woman named Christine Chubbuck shot herself in the head oh on my television. Gosh. Uh-huh. Wait, what year did you say? 1974, two Gosh. years before this movie was made. It was awful. That's horrible. That's I've true. never heard about that. Um, apparently there was like borderline going to be a scripted reference to it in the movie and then they took it out. I don't know. I've... <laughs> okay. Um, the 70s, as we know, a very turbulent time, and the movie sort of captures that anger that people were feeling. This was right at the pinnacle of, like, Watergate had happened in, like, 1974. Nixon had resigned. The Vietnam War had just ended in 1975. So by 1976, when this movie was made and released, people were angry. Like, it was actually capturing sort of the, the mood of the moment mm-hmm. nationally. Okay, I had to Google conglomerate networks. And I really wanted to kill myself. Um, so in the 1960s, there was something called a conglomerate boom, where big corporations bought out several companies in multiple slash unrelated fields, because there were sort of like changing oh. FCC priorities and a loosening of antitrust laws at the time. Yeah. So after like the golden age of television of the 50s, then like all these conglomerate media companies were sort of becoming behemoths yeah um they sort of cracked down on this during the reagan years Mm. but apparently for the time that this movie was released these ideas of media sort of behemoths yeah were very like seemed very outrageous oh my gosh but for us today watching it it's just like well yeah that's what that's the world that we live in some estimates today the reason that like for us today this didn't feel as outrageous as it would have at the time is that as much as 90% of U.S. media is estimated to be controlled by just six companies today. And those are Comcast, Walt Disney, AT&T, Paramount Global, Sony, and Fox. So that's a little bit of context. This could be interesting for the two of us because some reviews of the film were very positive and some were very, like, annoyed by it. Interesting. <laughs> so just a smattering of reviews. Roger Ebert called it a supremely well-acted, intelligent film that tries for too much, that attacks not only television, but also most of the other ills of the 1970s. Though what it does accomplish is done so well, is seen so sharply, is presented so unforgivingly, that Network will outlive a lot of tidier movies. Uh, seeing it quarter century later, apparently he's added... The film was, quote, like prophecy. When the director, or I guess maybe the writer, created Howard Beale, how could he have imagined Jerry Springer, Howard Stern, and the World Wrestling Federation? Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Other reviews that were less positive, Pauline K.L. in The New Yorker uh, criticized the film's abundance of long, preachy speeches. Yeah, the preachy. Uh, Oh, yeah. And the fact that almost everyone in the movie, particularly Robert Duvall, has a shouting rant. (laughs) In the review, they said, quote, the cast of this messianic farce takes turns yelling at us soulless masses. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's how it felt. 
I was just being yelled at for two fucking hours, and I hated it. Um, Gary Arnold of the Washington Post declared that, quote, the movie is too sternly, monotonously preachy for either persuasion or casual amusement. Michael Billington wrote, quote, too much of this film has the hectoring stridency of tabloid headlines. And finally, Chris Pettit in Time Out described it as, quote, slick, adult, self-congratulatory, and almost entirely hollow. Wow. Most of the interest comes in watching such a lavishly mounted vehicle leaving the rails so spectacularly. <gasps> that is the end of my historical context for the movie Network. Oh, I a 1976 that. beige canvas. Okay, before we get into the notes themselves, mm. I want to be clear. Okay. This literally was like my major. So this is like my World War One. This is what American studies was? I My focus was like TV, me, the, the TV medium. Wow. Communication. Okay. Consumerism. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, yeah. This stuff like this, like why we got to where we are now, why news is so like why Fox News can exist, like uh -huh. the repeal of the fairness doctrine, what Reagan got in there and did, like all these conglomerates and stuff uh -huh. is fascinating to oh, me. You should have done the historical context <laughs> for this. It would have. No, this was better because I would have I would have gone down a rabbit hole and said things that weren't as relevant. Okay, well, ugh. So, it, that means I have to be nice to you about it. I will just say my excitement isn't because I was like, oh my gosh, this movie is, I freaking yeah. love every moment. Like, they're so funny. It was because I was very, very interested. Okay, I get that. So, well, okay, let's get into our phone notes. Yeah. This is, of course, when we look at the notes that we took on our phones mm. during the movie. You can look at my first note okay. first. You can look at my first note. Okay. <laughs> Sienna, you've said, why didn't I consider that this could be about a TV network? <laughs> I just, when I was guessing all the networks it could be, it did not cross my mind for one second that it could be about television. Yeah, me neither. And that's why when it did come up, I was like, oh, yes. Mm. Okay, and then, <laughs> conversely, Liana's first note is, no! <laughs> okay, at what moment did you know you were going to hate it? Instantaneously. I, because of the 70s? A, when I had to rent it uh -huh. <laughs> instead of it being free somewhere. And B, when I saw it was from the year 1976 uh -huh. and who was in the film. I was uh -huh. just like, oh, <laughs> oh God. Um, and then whatever the opening shot was. <laughs> Liana, you've said. <laughs> it is eye-opening for me to hear from your perspective. Mm. You've said two words. Beige. <laughs> <laughs> Beige. I don't know how you didn't notice that everything in this movie was beige. I really didn't. What did you think it was? I a was... world of color and light <laughs> and joy? It wasn't that. I was I was just thinking about the content. And again, I cannot express how much of this time I was trying to figure out how Faye Dunaway has hair that free of tangles. Okay. Her hair is amazing. Okay, so it feels, it feels like there were a couple things that were sort of really lifting you up in this yeah. experience that weren't necessarily <laughs> the movie itself. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Sienna, you've written, is this insensitive or is it mood? What is that about? Okay. I was not sure how you were going to feel about this. It's your next bolded note. <laughs> but I was so not expecting this man to go on TV and say, I'm going to kill, kill myself. myself next week. I know. And here's, you know, at some point in this podcast, we were going to have to get into it. We've sort of touched on this, I think, briefly, maybe on one other episode, but... There is a, 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 a parlance in sort of Gen Z yes. and our sort of cusper culture yeah. of 
slinging around the phrase, I'm going to kill myself very cavalierly. Right. And it is like a very humorous thing to our generation, but of course, very understandably is like, sounds really worrying and much more serious and is definitely like probably a little problematic. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is. Um, But when we hear somebody say like, I'm going to kill myself, it just means like, I hate yeah, living. It, I'm it so mad. Like, I hate working I'm here. I'm really annoyed, or like I, my job is really annoying me, or like it sucks that I have to do my taxes. Like it's yes. it's just I've been inconvenienced is really what yes. an incredibly hyperbolized version of articulating. So to hear a man <laughs> who's frustrated with his place of work go on live TV and be like, next week I'm gonna kill myself. It sounds to us like, LOL, mood. It, it made me <laughs> laugh out loud, unfortunately, because of what we hear today, the way we use it now, and mm-hmm. just 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 how much I was not expecting to hear this. Really? I don't know what I don't know what I was expecting. What was surprising to me was that nobody none of the producers were paying attention. Uh-huh. So none of them heard it or reacted yeah. to it. And for a split second I felt a hundred percent insane. Cause I was like, why is nobody yeah. reacting to that unhinged thing? And it just turned out that they weren't listening yeah. and it was ended up being a punchline. And I thought that was actually effectively done. So a lot of this film was effectively done. Hated every minute of it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's fair. It contained multitudes, as do I. <laughs> multitudes. I don't currently contain my meds. <laughs> multitudes, I did not enjoy. <laughs> I didn't enjoy a single multitude. That's your right. That's your right. <laughs> did you major in this in college? We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Liana, you have said... Oh, Faye, please don't get shot in this one. I was really worried. And with with good reason. Yes. A, she's been shot in every other film we've seen her in yeah. on this list. And B, somebody got shot in this movie. It could have been her. Yeah. This movie, it seems like made a point to not show you what its limits were exactly. Like, or what it's, uh, what was off limits for it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, at the end, of course, we find out that these guys are so insensitive that they're willing to kill somebody. Mm -hmm. But you kind of gradually become aware of the morality here because, of course, you'd assume that they have regular human morals. Mm -hmm. So you can't predict if somebody could get shot (laughs) at any any point. Mm -mm. I see why you'd be concerned. the one woman, it's like, well, if they're going to shoot somebody, it could be her. It really could. Liana, you said, this is just white men in meetings. Please, I'm so bored. Yeah. You weren't happy to see Boo Radley? I, of course, was happy to see Boo Radley. <laughs> Light of my life. A little bit balder in every movie we see. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a different place, hair-wise. <laughs> yeah. You can see how he's doing. Man, Robert Duvall was booked, busy, and blessed. He was. Uh, just on this list alone. Okay, question for you. Yeah. The craggy producer guy. Yes. Max. Yeah. We've definitely seen that actor before. Really? No way. I didn't remember him. Well, I I was sure that you would because I was sure I could then ask you which guy he was. <laughs> because his name, he's the actor William Holden, and I couldn't he's remember if that Holden? was the high noon guy. That, was, that was William Holden. How did you not know that? He doesn't look like William Holden. No, he didn't look like him at all. But I guess I just read the actor names at the beginning or something like that. Wait. So I knew the whole time that it was William Holden. But what I didn't know was which movies we'd seen him before. He was Sunset, really couldn't Sunset Boulevard. Oh, I thought it was High Noon. Hold on. I need to look that up. That's fucking In insane. Fairness, he was very craggy. Okay. And it had been, what, 30 years? I'm sorry. They kept saying of this man, Max, apparently mm. played by William Holden. Middle-aged? I'm saying he was... He 70 Middle. Middle-aged. A middle-aged man. This man was... Head to toe in sunspots. Oh my gosh. Like, if you bumped into him, I think dust would flow <laughs> to the ground. This is another thing about the 1970s, though, is that people just, not only did they not wear sunscreen, they were just cooking. I mean, you I remember seeing William Holden in his younger age was so tan. He was far too oh, tan. in Bridge on the River Kwai. Was he in that too? He was like launched into yeah. the sun, pretty much. Far too tan. And now we see what it does to a person. You're it right. means that you're 70 when you're middle-aged. Yes. Interesting. Sienna, you've written, this is a great movie for the depressed and disgruntled. <laughs> it's really interesting. I just... Which depressed and disgruntled? <laughs> not this one. I I did not know how you're going to feel about this movie at the... Really? Yeah. Because the beginning was just so silly and they kept being like, I hate it here. Everything is bullshit. I'm going to kill myself. Mm, and I was like, mm. yeah. 
like they were just talking so much about how life is bullshit, which a lot of these movies have not done. That is not what a lot of movies are about. Yeah. And this movie was partially about like life sucks. Yeah. I'm upset. Everything in the world is falling apart. Like this is another movie that feels very like now. Yeah. Where just everything really is falling apart. Oh, a hundred percent. And what do we do? And I'm mad. Right. So anyway, I thought it was a, a, a good thing for those in that place. But I guess it also helps if you're very fascinated by television history. I think so. <laughs> if you're not allergic to the 70s. <laughs> An incredible roast by Liana. She has said, I simply do not care about these sentences. This is where uh, maybe you didn't hear most of the things they were saying, but everything that they said was just corporate network television jargon. I like that. Oh, you do? I like it. So you understand what they were saying? Uh, enough. I this is the this is the the place I'd like to have a career in eventually. You want to do what they were doing in network? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie I said that's what I want to be. So you okay, so according to this, the trajectory of your career will be <laughs> You are a the one woman, the one woman, one, be the one woman, two w- women in the office. You get yelled at by a guy named Frank, and yeah. then you you yell at him. Yeah, and then you have an affair with the oldest middle aged man. Yeah, and then you're the VP of whatever, and then call myself racist. It's very miserable. <laughs> <laughs> you want that, and then. Make sure to, to order people to shoot a person. That's right. Yeah. Order a hit on somebody. Well, all right. That's exactly what I want. No. Um, uh, yeah. I sort this of. If movie had been about like, you know, small mushrooms in the forest, I would have been like, that's what I want to be. So <laughs> if, it, if it had in been that, that way, I can see what you mean. <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't mean that I understood everything. It was just that I was like, oh, interesting. I want. I. That's interesting to me. Wow. Liana, you said it's funny that you mentioned this line because I also clocked this line and I want to. The line is, I'm the one whose ass is going on the line. It's just exciting to see Boo Radley say ass. <laughs> I didn't highlight this, but I said, um, really emphasized ass there, Boo. <laughs> he did. He really said, he ass. said ass like we say ass. Ass. I'm the one whose ass <laughs> is going on the line. <laughs> It was exciting to see Boo Radley say ass, ass, ass. It was. I know what our TikTok for this week is. Him saying ass. Just him saying ass. Like a remix of it. Ass, 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 So what, what was Howard Beale? Like, was he, did he become like a televangelist? Like, I just didn't understand what he, I couldn't comprehend what that type of personality is that's a great question i mean and what it could compare to i guess today it is fox news but it's not like he was doing a news show right by the end of it right well that's what's confusing is though it was on a news network we're just so used to seeing people who are like mm. oh that's true it was sort of maybe more like a glenn beck situation yeah just insane yes <laughs> yeah an hour. or who's the guy who said that um sandy hook didn't happen What's oh his name? oh um alex jones we're so uh, we're so used to it, though. I mean, it makes sense that it's hard to think of because this is like sort of a weird, you know, fictional version of something that's just like yeah. somebody outrageously getting people mad. Mm-hmm. That's all we see now. Like the Republican Party is 100 yeah. percent just trying to get people angry and that's how they get them to vote and everything. But here no, it was just so right. getting people mad to get ratings, to get people to watch. OK, yeah, I guess. Yeah. 
I guess the thing that was missing from it that would have helped me like make that connection was it didn't seem like this guy Howard Beale mm-hmm. had like a political angle. Yeah, right? no, it's a good point. It didn't really he didn't have he was just kind of out there kind of spouting. Yeah. But I guess the idea in the movie is he's the only one being angry. But Okay, yeah. He's the only one telling it like it is, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. It it it's making so much more sense to me today uh-huh. <laughs> than it was while I was watching. That it. totally makes sense though. I mean again, like can't express enough how this is like one of the only things I'm interested in. <laughs> Hey, Liana. Liana, you said, gonna have to talk about that time I tried on a pencil skirt. It was one of my darkest days. So was Faye Dunaway wearing a pencil skirt? Yeah. The woman looks like a pencil. In a good way. No, sure. She looks like a pencil. empoweringly a pencil. I think we grow up in a pencil skirt culture without knowing it. Mm -hmm. Particularly as young women, particularly as young girls, perceiving like, women in the office in any piece of media yeah they're always in a pencil skirt totally and so i when i had i was interviewing i was i was flying out for a job interview in la the summer after my the summer after i'd graduated college and i needed like a business outfit so i was like oh i know i'll get a pencil skirt because that's what women wear in the office of course that makes sense macy's and i'll get a pencil skirt Uh and i got one and i put it on and i was like This is not at all what it's supposed to be. This isn't. This isn't what it's supposed to be. Nothing's going. Where I don't it's understand. And it, it was in that moment that I realized all of the women I've ever seen in a pencil skirt have been the shape of a pencil. <laughs> and what's like really fucked up about that is that's every woman you've seen in an office setting in media. Is wow, like they all uh-huh. have that same pencil skirt body type. Totally. And I, it was so ubiquitous that I didn't even know. It was not something that everybody looked the same in in real life. Damn. And that is the time that I tried on a pencil skirt. Oh my gosh. Never again. Thank you for your service. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I didn't get the job. (laughs) (laughs) And Sienna, what you've written is damp king. Not sure how I feel about willingly becoming damp representing psychosis. I know how I feel about it. It's correct. (laughs) It's true. Sienna loves being damp. <laughs> I do. I, I don't understand it at all. So and he, he walks around. All he's night. really losing grasp on reality. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of the ways that they show him being absolutely insane mm-hmm. is everybody's walking through the rain with umbrellas, and he's just walking, just walking, just his head, just his yeah. head on his neck. Yeah. That's the only thing protecting him from the rain. He's also in his pajamas. I think that adds to the he. He seems kooky of it all. Oh. Because that's, right? That's when he's he out just of the left. apartment and then he shows up back in like a trench coat just in his PJs. Pajamas look like a suit hmm. when you're watching from your bathtub. <laughs> How many of these movies have you watched from your bathtub? Just this one. This is explaining so much. <laughs> I was, I was, With every truth you reveal, I become less worried. <laughs> I was having a great time. You were in the bath. Relaxing you in the bath. You were having a nice bath. <laughs> and there was a sound on in the background is what was happening. That's not the movie didn't do that. Oh my gosh. And meanwhile, you've said, I'm so dizzy and this movie's beigeness is not helping. Okay, let's paint the picture a little bit. So I am lounging in the bath. I have my laptop set up on my on my toilet. Usually I watch it on the TV, but this today I was like, I'm gonna just like enjoy my oop, I'm gonna just like enjoy myself. 
I am absolutely <laughs> relaxing. This is what I studied in school. <laughs> I have a wonderful association with the 70s after a childhood full of wonderful Muppet memories. I am freshly off my meds, alone, as always, on my couch, which is at a weird angle compared to my television, because the apartment was weirdly shaped. I'm just back from walking to Trader Joe's, because the rental car that I'm having to drive because my car is in the shop got a low tire pressure alert on it, and I was like... I'm not driving this anymore. <laughs> so I walked there and back. I have to watch this movie in exactly two hours because then I have to leave and go back to the bar studio no. for a new class that we're trying out with all new clients. <laughs> no. <laughs> I see that it's from 1976. I'm trying to figure out what movie William Holden was in that we've seen him in before. Robert Duvall is ever balding. The passage of time moves <laughs> relentlessly on. Faye Dunaway is there and I'm worried for her safety at all times. Yeah. Everything is beige. Every single man, woman, child, setting, building, cloth, weather, news report. Yeah. All of it beige. <laughs> and I'm constantly dizzy because I'm freshly off these meds. <laughs> and everyone is yelling in this yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> Every line was delivered via a yell about business. <laughs> I just love imagining, like, just some beige wall coming up and you being like, oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, Madeline, it's so beige. I'm ad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore, except for right now when we will be taking an ad break. We will be right back. I loved that. <laughs> that was excellent. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, 
Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. I want to talk a little bit about this romance because Faye Dunaway and craggy, old William, craggy William, craggy William Holden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, old is in his last name. Yeah. William Olden. William Old. Um, they begin a romance, which I did not predict. Somehow, I, I thought they were being sarcastic. I know about it. I didn't think they meant it. It was weird. And then they were boning, and I was like. Wait a second. I thought this was a bit. I found it's the opposite of every relationship I've ever had. Because they. Oh, yeah. You thought it was for real. And then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, But they were just being so like banter, like rep- like business. Jargon yeah. Banter. No, it was so because when the way it comes up at first, is yeah. she's like, oh, well, a, a, a soothsayer said I was going to have. An emotional affair with a craggy old man. Is that how it first or gets something like up? that? She like says the that. first scene where she's in his office. Yeah, wow. and he's like, "Wait a second, can you tell me more about that emotional affair?" And it's just so weird because she's like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd do it. I'm down." And he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm down." And they're like, "Okay, let's go on a date." I was so it was weird, so confused. And then they go to the date, and she's like, "I am bad at I'm sex. So bad at sex." <laughs> I think I wrote down the three things she says in a okay, row. Okay, let's on see that date. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Liana, you've written down. She said. I had an affair with my analyst. Then, I can't tell you how many men tell me what a lousy lay I am. (laughs) And then, I seem to be inept at everything except my work. And then Liana's written, dot, 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 girl. (laughs) As someone who has overshared on a first date and had it really backfire, I was like... Ma'am, you're not going to want this to have been the things that you've said in the cold light of day tomorrow when you were looking back on all that you revealed. You're not going to have wanted all of those sentences to have come out of your mouth. I, I found it to be real queen shit to come in here and be like, I am bad at sex. I'm so confused. And then they find, then we see them do it. And yeah, it seems like it wasn't that great of a time. Not like bad at it, but she explained exactly what happened, which was she was like, I climax very quickly. She was like, I come immediately. And yeah. I was like, a man wrote this movie. <laughs> that was a very confusing relationship dynamic to me yeah I, I was like you guys don't really like each other it though it didn't seem like it and then he was like I'm so in love with her mm-hmm. later oh my gosh he was his speech to his wife was horrible. real bad <laughs> real bad he was like no 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 no. I'm cheating on you and she's like okay I hate that and he's like why are you mad 
<laughs> then he's like, look, there's no point in me saying I'm not going to see her again. Because <laughs> yeah. I will. Because I am. And she's like, well, are you in love with her? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. And, and she's like, like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> and he's like, fine, I am. <laughs> I guess. I guess And I she's am. like, okay, well, I really hate that. You yeah. have to understand, I, as your wife, really hate that. It was a real lesson in what not to do in those conversations. Yeah. Sienna, you've said very Dracula perusing a contract vibes. Oh, yeah. This is one. <laughs> this is one the terrorist group is looking at the contract. Are they like a terrorist group? What is there? Yeah, they were like a militant. Uh, they use so many fast words when talking about themselves. I swear to God. I had no idea what anybody said in this movie. Yeah. I felt like I was watching it what in are, a different language. Who's the guy? Aaron Sorin. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. It felt like an Aaron Sorkin experience like definitely aaron sorkin probably loved the shit out of this he definitely did but also aaron sorkin stuff is good and oh able to be watched so <laughs> oh agree to disagree interesting there were so i think many... his stuff is so annoying oh 100 percent. it's so like but like good like we wanted you to be the first to know that they yeah. got al-qaeda it's like all right let's all relax <laughs> but uh the big words the walking and talking he writes it in a way that it actually makes sense and your brain doesn't log off Oh, it's not just, you also it's not love just things yelling at each other. You love things being so fast. That's true. Because it's way too fast for me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but there were there were so many things while watching this iteration of this like type of story that I was like, we just have too much today that does this so much better. Yeah. It really can kind of spoil this. I can Which see is that. Not, you know, I can see that fair for sure. to this movie, but you don't have to be fair to anything that happened in the 1970s, actually. So. <gasps> okay. Just the last thing that I will say of yours. You said... Look, I'm not really watching this movie anymore. Right now, he's getting lectured about capitalism by IDK Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah. You remember the scene? The, like, president of the company or something? I don't know. Some important guy. Mustache. I uh, don't, had we seen him before? It seemed like he we came had out not of seen nowhere. him. This okay. guy who we have not seen. It was so confusing. He had very Teddy Roosevelt vibes. <laughs> he really did. And he was. He, he was comes out speaking softly, carrying big stick. And he is screaming. <laughs> Like a man in the opera, he is delivering a huge speech about money. What the line in it that I remember was the like, "There's no nations anymore." It's yeah, just Exxon Mobil. I, I think, was like, "Yes." I'm embarrassed at how into it I was, but they Ooh. really put in they put into words concepts we already trade around often mm -hmm. in, in ways that I hadn't heard before. Like, for example, saying there are no nations, it's corporations. Those are the nations. Mm -hmm. And watching him just get so mad about like, you, you've now fucked with the money. Mm -hmm. You fucked with the money. Mm -hmm. And money is Money makes everything. the world go round, yeah. the world go round, the world go See, round. See, imagine if Sally Bowles and the MC had just performed that song for him instead the same of Teddy Roosevelt yelling it. It's, it's the same thing. It is not the same thing I mean, the same concept, all. I mean. It is much more processable to the gentle, <laughs> no, frail I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say. Of an unmedicated woman alone on her couch. The frail eye. <laughs> well, Sienna... Yes. Shall we move on to a segment that I'm interested to hear what we have to say? Yes. <laughs> this is our segment, Badges and Triages, in which we award the film a badge for broadcast news uh -huh. and, and trages for um, tabloid. Oh, yeah. I have a badge for a lot of women with careers. Mm -hmm. This started out and they talked about women who had careers. We saw women with careers. It was shockingly more than we normally see. That's because it took place in an office. True. 
Badge for world clocks. I really love to know what time it is somewhere else. Very cute. Badge for this lady's velvet pantsuit. Really, at some random point, she didn't even have a line, but there was a a lady in a velvet pantsuit. I would wear the crap out of that. Oh, yeah. Just keep your hairspray away from it and you're good to go. Oh, my God. Sorry to bring that up. (laughs) Similarly, in the velvet train, a badge for these conference room chairs. Hmm. In some conference room, there were these orange chairs that were very mid-century modern, but somehow they weren't annoying about it. And it was like a deep orange velvet. And they looked very comfortable. Love that. I would do business in a chair like that. I would. Badge for Faye Dunaway's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My I next her. badge is I like how articulate she is. Yeah. Uh, badge for two women shaking hands. I don't know if we've... We've never seen that, ever seen that before. No way we've seen that It was before. crazy. Faye Dunaway and the communist yes, lady. That's right. They shake hands and it was like... <gasps> Whoa. Badge yeah. for pajama sets. Oh, cute. I love a, a pajama set. Oh my gosh. I just do. I like to be cozy. A badge for the money speech man, the Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> he, again, he came out of nowhere. <laughs> Literally seemed to come out of the actual woodwork of at, the room. At a 100, mm-hmm. at a 1,000. Mm-hmm. He was lit so dramatically. Yeah. And he gave the speech of my life. <laughs> my final badge is for the security guard who lets the um, pajama guy, Mr. Beale, Howard Beale, in. He lets him into this recording studio, whatever. And Howard Beale says, like, some insane thing about, like, I saw God and he was a panda bear. Like, such as something that made no sense. Mm-hmm. And the security guard just went, sure thing, Mr. Beale. <laughs> and let him in. I was like, yes. Yes. I love that energy. I have a badge for, oh, this was earlier, uh, referring to being the age 26 as so young, just a kid. Oh. I was like, yeah, you are a child at that age. 100%. Who was that and who said that? I think it was either Max or if it was a different guy at the beginning who was drinking with Beale. Okay. Was it Max? Anyway. I, I have no idea. They briefly mentioned it and I was like, thank you. My final badge is for really good words. This movie, it had some great <laughs> vocab words. I was writing them down. I was Which looking ones? them up. What were they? <laughs> You know, they'd say things like recriminate and ugly little scenes or during your emeritus years. Uh-huh. He talks about people impugning his coxmanship. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Coxmanship. Trages? Trages. I have a trage that they were talking about gun control in 1976. Yeah. yeah. This Sim- movie was so depressing in so many ways. Similarly, I wrote spooky which is like depressing. Uh-huh. This was just a general vibe that there's so much worse to come. Mm. They were talking about all the dangers of just believing everything you see on television mm. and what happens when we push all the sensational TV to its extremes and what the world's going to feel like, what com- what's going to happen to communication. Yeah. And yeah, we're at like the worst of the worst now. Mm. A trage for a guy who hates his wife again. Oh, yeah. I have a trage for preachy question mark Mm. i thought about this because i just can't imagine this coming out at the time and not being the most preachy thing anybody had ever seen Mm. like it seemed like it was probably quite preachy at the time yeah but for me viewing this as like a textbook Mm -hmm. it was like candy yeah because they said everything very explicitly a trash for they're hitting on each other question mark (laughs) i didn't understand what that was yeah a trage for every piece of architecture from the 1970s should be abolished. <laughs> a 
A trash for unnecessary boobs. Where? Faye's boobs. We saw them again. We did? Yeah. Oh, I thought this movie specifically didn't have them. Why? How did I not see it? <laughs> Why would you think because that? I, because I didn't see her boobs. Oh. <laughs> I thought maybe you read somewhere that like, <laughs> no, no, no. Heroically, the one film from the 70s that didn't put boobs in. I thought, I wonder how I missed them. Damn it. <laughs> the, the last trash that I had was a trash for, this dress is so ugly. The dress that Faye was wearing at the sort of gala when she was giving a speech as the VP of like, next year we're going to be number one. I really hated that dress. I found it to be incredibly ugly. It looked very modern, I think, because we're being very haunted by fashion trends of the past right now. But it was like a slip style. Yeah. And it seemed to be, it looked like a Frankenstein's monster of a gown because all the patches of fabric were like haphazardly sewn together. It's just not my style. Not, Mm -hmm. Not for me at all really hated it <laughs> and guess what color it was beige mm-hmm. well liana shall we move on to our next segment please it is of course how to pretend you've seen this film oh, this is for you are interning at a a news station you're there on show day um grabbing bringing waters to people and stuff and max like the head of the interns he's like yeah. one year older than everybody so yeah. he's in charge <laughs> the intern coordinator oh, that's what it is who just loves being in charge of people who are about his same age mm. um comes up to you and he says <laughs> one thing i never told you this just in <laughs> i never told you this on your first day but um <laughs> now that we're here at show day together i i feel it's a good time to tell you that the reason i got into this whole news business is when i saw a movie that that really made me want to join a news network. <laughs> You're like, oh. Very, very, I love this movie. Um, It's the movie Network. Oh, 1975, no. best year ever. Ugh, uh, 76, even worse. 1976, best year ever. Have you ever seen it? Have you seen that movie? I bet you haven't. I'm going to tell you about it. And in order to stop Max from breaking you with news about <laughs> Network, we're going to give you a few sentences you can say to pretend you've seen the film Network. Yes, Max, I have seen the movie Network. The way that that movie criticizes news and the making of news is eerie foreshadowing for the year 2022. Mm. Oh, Max, no, 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 no. If you keep telling me about a movie, the ratings for this conversation (laughs) are going to be 10 points lower than they were yesterday. Yes, Max, I have seen the movie Network. You probably don't know this, but this movie came way before Fox News would ever exist. Hmm. Pretty messed up. Max, listen, before you go any further, there's three things you should know about me. One, I had an affair with my analyst. (laughs) Two, I cannot tell you how many men tell me what a lousy lay I am. And you know what? Three, I do seem to be inept at everything except my work. Yes, Max, I have seen Network. Some people think, aka me, that Network is sort of a 1970s Aaron Sorkin vibe. Yeah. Max, don't keep talking. Max, you know, I'm telling you, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. (gasps) Yes, and now that you have opened up your window screamed that out into the night (laughs) and sent max running we will move on to our next segment should you watch this 
or in which we tell you if we think you should watch this movie, perhaps from the tub, <laughs> or if you should do, please, something else with your unmedicated time. <laughs> Liana, do you have any? Oh, it's absolutely not. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I would say, no, you don't have to watch the movie Network. What you could do instead, there's many options, actually, if you can believe it, free country. Um, you, if you want to, like, watch people who suck and work in media conglomerates, you could watch Succession. Oh, yeah. That's yes. what I was thinking of this whole time. I was like, the, sh- the thing that does this so much better yeah. is Succession, which is a very, obviously, that. a very high standard to hold something to, especially something from 45 years ago. But it's just, like, it's the same thing. Like, it's shitty people who own a media company and don't care about anything except the bottom line. And it's like, yeah, of course, but it's gorgeous to look at because they keep going to Europe and yeah. other beautiful locales. They're very rich. And Nicholas Braun is so tall. <laughs> William Holden. I Google it. Five eleven. Wow. What even was the point? <laughs> Sienna, what would you say? Oh my gosh. I'm trying so hard to think of a recommendation. There's so many things. You can also just go with your gut and say, yeah. I mean, I really liked this movie. The reason I'm not saying that you should watch it is because I I think if you are as passionate about what I'm passionate about, absolutely watch it. But I'm also trying to think if there are any recommend like I think Succession's a great recommendation that's mm. the same sort of vibe and can explore the same things. Mm. Um honestly, you know, watch um watch the Daily Show. Like watch yeah. like a comedy news show. I love those. I worked at Sam B, may it rest in peace. Yeah. But Full Frontal with Samantha B, if you want to go b- back and watch any of those episodes. Um great stuff. Lots of things on women's rights. They did a Puerto Rico special that I got to help with. Um all kinds of great stuff. That is a great place to get your news in these crazy, crazy times. It's mm, true. So uh yeah, and Trevor Noah's gonna be leaving. I know. So sad. He was a wonderful light during the pandemic. Yeah. So get some Trevor Noah before he goes away. Well, Sienna, what would you rate the movie Network? Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the crap out of this movie. I really liked watching this movie. Mm. Um, I'm going to give this four more at 11s out of five. Nice. For me, it was a total treat to appear Aww. on this list. That's fun. Yeah. That's great. Gonna be one of a kind, I'll tell yeah. you that. It's also, you deserve that. There have been so many like war Thank or just like you. Europe movies. Thank you. That I've gotten to enjoy. So yes, it's it's pastime. Oh, Liana, what would you rate this film? Oh, I- this is a point five <laughs> <laughs> pajama sets out of five for me. I liked that the one woman had thoughts and ideas and was allowed to speak them without completely getting slapped. <laughs> she didn't get shot. Nope. She really has been shot she in everything. She had someone else get shot. And that is... That's progress. That's being a VP in the 70s. Uh, hated truly every minute of it. One of the worst experiences I've had recently. <laughs> I hope it never crosses my path again. That's my Oh my gosh. Well, we have made it through our review of Network. Yay. 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 Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to another episode of Tossed Popcorn. You can find us at Tossed Popcorn on social media. We are still on Twitter, despite the controversy. (laughs) I forgot. Um, Liana is no longer. May her Twitter rest in peace. We are also on Instagram and TikTok. We We are making TikToks. We actually are on TikTok now. We're doing it. 
We posted two yesterday. Support us. And we're also on Patreon these days. So find us there on Patreon. Toss the subscription. Get some sweet, gorgeous bonus extra content. And we will see you next week when we'll be watching... Oh no. The African Queen. I'm scared. Oh god, there's no way that that goes well. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. I know. I'm scared. Oh god. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. That's all from us. You you stay classy, San Diego. (laughs) Good night and good luck. We've been tossed popcorn and and we'll be Oh my brain zapped From BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board This is uncanny USA He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.